0: Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I don't know how much you've thought about poetry. As an English major and the hack poetess, you can do a search for that if you're curious. I have thought about poetry quite a lot. One of my favorite points that Eugene Peterson made, I think in his book, Eat This Book, was about how biblical poetry is probably one of the most perfectly translatable types of poetry. If you think about most poetry, especially in English, a lot of it has to do with the beat of the words. So all sonnets are in iambic pentameter, which means that they go da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. So um, it's like a very strong pattern. Um... <laughs> And if it's not that pattern, it, you know, there's all these different varieties of patterns. But it's about the stress of the syllables. And then if you think about older British poetry, some of them, like uh, Sir Gawain and the Green Knight, that one, there's a lot that has to do with the beginning sounds of the different words. Um, or do um, there's multiple B's say in the different lines? Well, that's pretty hard to translate to another language, quite frankly. Same thing with um, the stresses on syllables, not all languages are even stressed in the same way. And so, what's fascinating about biblical poetry is that it's oftentimes it'll have two lines and They will be similar to one another, but not identical. So they're expressing a similar thought, um, but in two slightly different ways. Well, what's amazing about that is that as long as that thought exists, (laughs) the Lord is a warrior, then you can translate that into any other language. And I always thought this was so gracious of the Lord that rather than relying on the syllabic stresses or the actual sounds that instead it was completely based on the meaning of the poems and but also how beautiful of the lord that he's not locked into prose and you know prose is amazing it can encompass anything from the law and the prophets so that would be more um apocalyptic ideas and vague images, or maybe sometimes very clear images, but kind of a little bit challenging to interpret. There's also beautiful stories, and there is long accounts of descriptions of, say, the tabernacle being created, or the boundary lines of the different tribes of Israel. All of these are part of prose, And then poetry, so much of the scriptures is in poetry. It's truly phenomenal to consider. And so, as as a poet, I love this medium, but I don't love all poetry. I'm pretty selective. Um, It actually really irks me when I feel like poets try to make uh, their work more obscure than it needs to be. So, Uh, You know, I once read about the author James Joyce, a very famous 20th century author. And (laughs) my college professor said at one point, you know, I saw his work and he would write a passage and then he would write it again to make it more obscure. And then he would write it a third time to make it even more obscure. And I was sort of like, well, that's super lame, quite honestly. What kind of a communicator is that? A lame one. Anyway, if you love James Joyce, you don't need to send me all of the reasons why he's amazing. I do recognize that he was an iconic and towering figure in the literary landscape. But for my aesthetic, I really prefer people to be able to understand what is happening with uh, the maximum amount of um, interest and clarity and emotion without having to work at it. And so when I write poems... (laughs) This is what I'm after. And so I am truly so honored and so happy to bring into the world as it is in heaven, a book of poems that come from Revelation 4 and 5 and they're just beautiful. You know, I am not somebody usually who loves to go back through and review my work again and again. I think a lot of authors would really just prefer to write and then kind of be done with it. Maybe not, but that's the kind of author I am. And yet, as many times as I've gone back through this book, whether checking for um, typos or checking for just the formatting issues, reading it through for flow, it always makes me happy because it's very, very beautiful that the poems are works of art that truly do bring me, at least, into the presence of the throne room where the Lamb of God is worshipped and adored. And so, if you want a little bit of additional transcendence in your life, I would really recommend that you get it. And so, yeah, as it is in heaven, we're so thankful to release this into the world. So, Lord Jesus, as we had wanted this book to be ready in the first quarter of this year, And instead, it's the fourth quarter. (laughs) Thank you, Lord, that you are in charge of all timing, that you're in charge of all, all details, and that you go before, and that you are so incredibly beautiful. We worship and praise you. We join the song of heaven to say, worthy is the lamb who was slain. In the precious name of Jesus, amen.